how willingly and how well that ship is steered. It's the helm. It is the steering steersman of the ship. And it is one of, if not the most foundational house when speaking on a person, like the person itself, that other parts of the chart will not be as you indicative as um, the ruler and the ruler's placement and just the rising sign. Ruler, itself, ruler, like ruler. The first house. And for a few thousand years, up until about a hundred years ago, when people asked your sign, they knew it was rising sign because the rising sign changes every two and a half hours while the sun sign changes every 30 days. So it really is based on a 30 you, but, um, degree equal system, which the constellations well, are not. Communication does very well as an intermediary between. Um, it is a birth chart. Your astrological birth chart is basically a snapshot of the sky at the time and location that you were born. So depending on where in the world you were born and the exact time, it's the picture of what's in the sky. It's kind of a map of all the planets. Wrong. It is not in Western astrology and she's showing a photograph from astro.com and this astrology for beginners video has almost 5 million views since 2019. I am a blank with the soul of a blank wearing the mask of a blank. Say so what? Depending on your sign, you'll find us in the Hellenistic Persian, Arabic, Latin, English. Right. Yeah. So that's a good example then of what some of the traditional astrologers and scholars have been doing in wanting to go back and, and study these language variations to understand what the original words were that were used and what the original meaning was underlying the concept and that to circle around eventually back to our topic is what you tried to do in this book is you're trying to get back to what is some of the original meanings underlying the concept of what became known as the five essential dignities yes yes very very much so and so maybe that go ahead maybe that can be our transition point into talking about this this topic and, and sort of introducing it to an audience that might not have any background in what the essential dignities are okay I think that's a great idea. Okay. Uh, so the five essential dignities. So some people know this concept. If you see like a, a traditional astrology chart, you'll see sometimes like a table, especially from the Renaissance tradition, you'll see like a table with like a scoring system and five different areas for five different quote unquote mm -hmm. essential dignities. Right. So what are, what are the five essential dignities just really quickly? What are the, the names for them? Okay. Um, there's the two major dignities, the first one of which is called rulership, and that's still used in modern. Rulership. Domicile. Right, domicile. Mm -hmm. um, rulership. Some variant of lord. Um, lord. And exaltation, which also has made it into modern astrology. Modern. And the three minor dignities have been pretty much lost. You have triplicity, and you have bound or term. You'll see it translated both ways in the modern english literature and then face 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 or, or so i am feeling so inspired sorry about that background noise to take my own advice so i had a consultation today with somebody who had a somewhat similar chart as mine they had the ascendant in Sagittarius and they had the descendant in Gemini and they had Arcturus at the top of the sky like I do like the North Star Midheaven and some clients of mine especially I have to say because I miss her so much Lacey 
and also Teen Nation. Eliza, Eliza are so strongly Arturian energy women and they speak their mind. They just like, whew, they get this Arturian energy and they just go, whew, coming to, it's coming in. We used to call it like the comet coming, coming in so fast. There's no time for a translation. And I've used that when I seen Arcturus as energy in other people. I know because of how often I've seen it work its magic. And that realization that I have this Arcturus at the top of the sky and I'm always like trying to keep a balance, not rocking any boats, being diplomatic. I don't think it's serving me today. To be honest. And. My last name is Outland. Outlandish. And. (laughs) My soul's history. Said some really crazy shit. Just. You know. Pardon my French. It was French. Or it was Italian. Whatever it was. It was European. And I just feel so compelled today to just let it all hang out. Just let it all flow. Like, really, when I when I was talking to another um, student who has known about Sky Astrology and its, and, and its growth on Instagram for the last three years, and I was saying to people, as I was revealing some quite, uh, provocative and bold statements about how I interpret the stars and the planets and a chart I call the sky chart and I said I'm just peeling back and if we want to if I want to come with something new if I want to differentiate sky astrology from Vedic from 13 sign from everything else that's out there what makes it different? Where is the difference? And does it serve the student? Does it serve the soul that is looking for a reconnection with the stars? That's the main question. That is my why. And when I peel back, and today I got this maybe as Mars was shifting out of zero degrees because it happens sometimes. You could be like sitting with stuff while it's in zero degrees and then right before it leaves you get this like download like and I was like my ancestors used the sky now I've only seen quotes from papers about the Holocaust that say that trauma is stored in the DNA. And through my work, I feel very strongly that a lot of stuff is stored in the DNA. That's why I call it the Stardust DNA. These 
emotions, these hormones, are trickled down to the child in the formative womb, in the mother tricks, in the place where life develops for this earth plane. And the sky is the compass. The sky is the clock. And it was more, it was used more as the clock before we had clocks, before we had watches, before we had light, before we had anything. The sky was the compass. The sky was the clock. And it still can be. And now, because we have the technology, we can use the location apps and verify how this clock ticks. Tick-tock, tick-tock, tick-tock. And with these new technologies and ways to verify, I can be confident that I don't have to use the old system. I don't have to use the old language. I don't have to use any of that. I'm exploring something totally different, totally new. And it feels so good. It feels so liberating. And when you start to liberate your mind, you liberate the codes and you liberate the programming. And your mind is free. Then words like rulership doesn't sound very interesting anymore. I mean, I, if you ask any of my students, maybe I slipped and maybe twice said rulership in all the times of consultation because it never sat well with me, ever. I mean, nothing rulership does. And then also people say Lord or exhaled in this. All these labels and words about this beautiful energy, this sky lot. How can you limit it to these words that are based on a time where the rulers dictated what you got to know? In my case, where the ability to read was withheld from my ancestors to learn where one was punished if one tried to learn to read. And knowing that my ancestors used the stars to escape persecution, to escape slavery, used the stars, were dependent on the stars, dependent on the weather, dependent on a clear sky to tell them the way to go to free themselves. This is a powerful realization for me today and supports my feelings about moving with a different system that I can use when people invite me to be part of their journey. In I I wanted to share that. I wanted to share every time I hear these words and you know kind of waking up to that. And actually I think I saw also what I was what kind of triggered me was 
to stumble upon a woman called Taylor Divine. I don't even really follow her. But she was talking about Texas. And then she has these warrior things going. And she was just so full of fight and clarity and words and using. She said, use your words. And I was inspired by her to use my truth, to use my words, and to break free of the conditioning of the history, of the his story, of the programming that I feel I have to bow down to. Because it's always been like this. Because this is what they taught. This is what's written in thousands of books. I also have to say I was inspired by a woman that I found by chance called Eleanor Bach, who was called the mother of asteroids. And she had a book of asteroids. She wrote and she was acknowledged for that work. So it's not the first time that people are women and first time that I heard of this woman, right? Not the first time that people have decided, hey, I've got a new idea. What about this? And so, I am making this little clip as a working in progress, as a work in progress. And, of course, I know how powerful it is with Mercury stationed direct at 11 degrees of Capricorn. So I'm like, yes, bring it on. Mars in Taurus going towards the Pallades star system. I am so ready. I don't know who I'm going to invite to be a part of this close circle of these drops. But it is now... 141 GMT time, 23rd of February, 2021.